Good morning. Israel has declared a complete siege of the Gaza Strip, saying electricity, food, fuel and water will be cut off. This is a live shot of Gaza, where aid organisations fear a new humanitarian crisis is about to unfold. And as Israeli forces mass on the borders of the Palestinian territory, Hamas militants are threatening to murder their Israeli hostages. Hubert Feld has the latest from Tel Aviv. The expectation is that Israel's massive ground operation entering the Gaza Strip will begin in the next 48 hours, with people here in Israel warned to uh, stockpile food, water, supplies, medicines for the next three days and know where their shelter is because the conflict is only expected to intensify. 300,000 reservists have been called up by the IDF. Uh, Israel has been pounding Gaza for much of the day from the air using drones and jets, but soldiers are expected to enter Gaza to try and rescue many of those or as many as possible of those more than 100 Israeli captives who were kidnapped by Hamas militants. There are a number of complicating factors, chief among them the threat by Hamas to murder those uh, those Israeli captives. A Hamas spokesperson saying that for every civilian Gazan home hit by Israel, they will kill one of the hostages and they will be executed on video that will be posted online. Hamas terrorists bound, burned and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. And just as the forces of civilizations united to defeat ISIS, the forces of civilization must support Israel in defeating Hamas. Hamas has continued to fire rockets into Israel for much of the day, many of them landing indiscriminately if they get through the Iron Dome defence system. We saw where some of them landed today in Ashkelon in southern Israel. There is also increasing hostilities on Israel's northern border with Lebanon. Uh, The Israeli Defence Force and Hezbollah militants have exchanged artillery and mortar fire over the course of the day for Hezbollah militants were killed. So the expectation is that things here will only intensify over the coming days. There is no confirmation Australians are among the dead, but there are growing fears for an Australian woman who is unaccounted for. Other Australian tourists in Israel have been told to leave. Ashley Mullaney reports from Jerusalem. There are grave concerns for the welfare of an Australian woman reported missing uh, here. The Australian authorities are in contact with Israeli authorities, but they are overwhelmed with reports just like that uh, here. It has been confirmed that there are nine American citizens who were killed, 10 British nationals, uh, 12 Thai nationals too. So this is a crisis that stretches well beyond Israel's borders, and we are still learning more information about those hostages that are being held captive in Gaza. The advice here in Jerusalem tonight at this hotel is if you're a visitor here, if you're a tourist, try to book a flight out, try to leave. But that has not been all that simple. We've spoken to a number of Australians who are trying to get home, uh, but flights are continually being cancelled and being pushed back, delayed at the moment. Uh, This particular couple, just moments before this interview, we heard the sound of air raid sirens, the sound of rockets hitting a nearby neighbourhood. So we just follow orders and go and hide and listen to the, to the blasts 
and the siren and until it stops and then I we... I mean, these are loud explosions. It's a, loud it's a reminder explosions. that this is not this far is away. This, this, is, is this is war and it's, you know, it's, it's unusual. This is a long time since Israel's had such heavy blast, unexpected everybody in chaos. The death toll just keeps rising. This now, the single biggest loss of life in a single day here since Israel's founding. This is a country, this is a region that has experienced a seismic shock and there is no doubt more to come. The federal government is rapidly trying to confirm the well-being of Australians in Israel as our leaders work with their Israeli counterparts. Let's go to Ben Downey in Canberra. Ben, how long will it take the government to check every citizen? Morning, Blake. It's a staggering task. There are around 10,000 Australian citizens who permanently live in Israel, with a further 50,000 who visit there annually. So it'll be some time until the government can be certain of everyone's safety. The Department of Foreign Affairs has updated its travel advice, urging all Australians to avoid all non-essential travel to Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories. Compounding the problem for travellers is the difficulty leaving the country, with the conflict causing mass flight cancellations at Ben Gurion Airport and others. Several airlines have suspended flights to Tel Aviv until conditions improve, while other nations do the opposite, sending in humanitarian flights to evacuate stranded citizens. In Canberra, the government has reiterated its support for Israel, lighting up Parliament House in blue and white overnight. But Defence Minister Richard Miles stopped short of expressing concern for innocent Palestinians caught in between Hamas and Israel, as well as providing any military aid, speaking to Sunrise this morning. We've not been uh, asked that by Israel. I'd be uh, very surprised if, if that occurred. This is not a border conflict. Uh, this was an act of terrorism and treachery and it should be properly condemned uh, by every decent human being. The main focus of the government's welfare checks now is the missing Australian woman feared kidnapped. Blake? All right, Ben Downey in Canberra. Thank you.